Let's do it. Hey, howdy, hey, fellow adventurers. My name is Imagineer Glenn, and welcome back to Not So Small World Podcast. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Uh, we are at a new set, and it's it's really fun. Today, we're discussing my previous trip to Walt Disney World, uh, and I think we're probably we might discuss some other news. We might not, depending off we run out of time or not. Got to try to keep this a little bit short, but we're gonna you know have a good time with it. So say hello to Camera Angle Two. Uh, what's up, guys? And say hello to Camera Angle One. Um, let's just jump on in to what Walt Disney World is like since it's reopening. Roll that intro. <laughs> So we have a couple of range of topics. We're talking about hotel, park reservations, uh, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, and may, probably not Animal Kingdom. Uh, but we're going to talk about why not Animal Kingdom. <clears throat> so let's talk about our hotel first of all. First of all, the hotel system is much different. Uh, if you're flying in uh, to Orlando, you're going to take Magical Express, and the Magical Express can take anywhere from like 75 minutes to two hours, according to them. Uh, or 45 minutes to two hours. It's a really weird system. It's very well socially distanced out. There's a couple. Of, there's at least like two to three rows between you and any other parties on either side of the bus. So there's no chance. In addition to that, there's plexiglass uh, in between seats, in between those rows. And it's a very smart system. And they assign the seats as you go in. But this time I stayed at the Boardwalk, which is a fantastic resort. Uh, it's a I think it's a deluxe resort. I'm pretty sure we stayed in the. I stayed in the DVC because you might not know this, but the regular Boardwalk Resort is not open. If you're staying there, you have to stay in the DVC room at least at this time. Here's a list of the hotels that are open right now at Walt Disney World, and you know they're all yeah they're all really at least I've heard Pop Century is fantastic. I I don't know, but we can talk about that later. Uh, it's really really I really liked how they did it this time. There's a online check-in system. Uh, which you could have used in the past and it would have been extremely easy. But this time you can online check in and you don't even have to go to the front desk to do anything. You can just go straight to your room because you have your pre-ordered magic bands. I don't have one on, uh, but you have your pre-ordered magic bands and they hook right up to your room and you can hook a credit card up to those. So that way you can do room charging and set up your code and everything through that, um, it, which is I highly, highly recommend. Uh, even though the room charging is only for like, like uh, quick water, quick water stands or like soda stands and stuff like that, because the majority of the restaurants do mobile ordering, um, which we will also talk about later. But the online check-in was super simple. Very, I felt very safe doing this. Outside of like on the plane and getting there, I felt very, whenever I got there, it was probably the, other than whenever I'm at home, it's the safest I felt during all this craziness in the world. But let's talk about uh, the park reservation system, uh, which is the second, which is the second topic that we have. Uh, the park reservation system kind of sucks, <laughs> um, honestly, at least if you're an annual pass holder. So for me, I'm an annual pass holder, and uh, so I was only allowed to pick three days in advance. Uh, that means that if I, that means like I only got to choose three parks to go to, and those parks are very limited. So for example, I'm pretty sure as of recording this, every park through the end of September is booked except for Epcot, um, which really, really sucks. And I'm like a bottom tier member. I'm a 
there's there's several tier lists, and I'm a gold tier member, uh, which I get nothing in addition to my gold tier membership. But the in addition to my gold tier membership, I have like benefits and everything, but it's the least amount of benefits. I have like some blockout dates and everything like that. But even the platinum re- like pass holders have the same blockout dates as me as of right now. Like they have the same reservation system, don't get any more benefits, don't get anything like that. So being a pass annual pass holder right now doesn't really benefit you in the slightest. Uh, it's quite, it's not worth it. Uh, and Disney has been sending out lots of emails trying to get people to renew, uh, but unfortunately, um, my pass was exposed to was supposed to expire in March. I was going to renew in May, at like the end of May. But it just uh, now, like I, I don't think it's worth it because of the way that you know buying park tickets because of the way like if you buy a ticket for a park for example uh you can go all the way up like for people who are just buying tickets or people who are people who are uh who are resort guests normally unless you're an annual pass holder who are resort unless you're an annual pass holder or if you're staying in a dvc room if you're if you're if you're an annual pass holder and you're staying in a dvc room the rules still apply you're not a paying you're not technically a paying customer in disney's mind so you don't get any more, you didn't get, at least when I booked it, you didn't get any more additional days. Uh, but if you're a paying resort guest, so if you're staying at like the Pop Century or any of the other open resorts, you can get access to the park probably up until, you can make a reservation up until the day before, as well as if you're buying a ticket. Like Hollywood Studios is one of the hardest parks to get into as an annual pass holder um, because because it's it's things go out like hotcakes at least for those uh at least for that park because it's fantastic we'll talk about it later but but if you're buying tickets then you can choose up until like you could get a hollywood studios pass probably the day of depending on the day or depending on it varies of course but you can get it like if you're buying a pass i wouldn't worry about it you have nothing to worry about as far as the park reservation system goes because you'll be able to get more than likely be able to get whatever day you want to the park now that we've covered the park reservation systems let's talk about the parks themselves uh epcot uh epcot was my favorite park at the beginning of 2020 uh it was probably the most relaxing park to go to because of the system that they, because of the the construction, not a lot of people were going there, um, and it was a lot of adults. And it had and it had like so has like some classic rides like Soren, Test Track, Mission Space, uh, Finding Nemo and Friends, which is you know a classic. But uh, now, um, I got there around two p.m. Uh, because we went there the day that we flew in. We went straight from the airport, dropped our bags up off at the room and went straight to the park and it was it was it was okay uh i i had a good time um if you're there for four days and you can go to every park i would recommend going to that park but as far as like the food situation the uh, the amount of rides you can do like i would we got there too and i was probably done by about six <clears throat> Because there's there's less than two handfuls of rides at that park, which is normally perfectly fine. But I think Epcot is entirely the crowds and the people working there. Because the cast members that work like in the specific pavilions that are from that country, like add so much to it. Oh, if I go into like the Japan Pavilion, for example, uh, they have like authentic like sushi chefs 
and like like authentic like people who who are from Japan that are that are a part of that culture that makes it feel like you're stepping into that culture and that's one of the coolest parts about Epcot but right now uh there's none of that <laughs> right now there's none of that and you can really you can really tell because socially distance is fantastic the social distancing the the amount of space the the wait times everything is fantastic but as far as that world showcase goes it's not there right now and so that for me i probably wouldn't go back to epcot in addition to that it's just a construction nightmare um all of you the majority of future world is just closed down the only redeeming part about future world is the the opening is the plaza uh they just put in the new prisms uh which if you follow me on instagram you know i am obsessed with those things uh i'll throw some pictures up of them on the screen right now they are they're beautiful uh they're like they were there when the park opened but the the opening plaza is like the redeeming section of the park to me but <laughs> that being said the food situation as far as quick service food is atrocious um there are only two quick service restaurants there's a sun sunrise sees i'm putting up the name on the screen for that one because i don't know the name of it right now and regal eagle steakhouse and regal eagle is the best restaurant at epcot as far as quick service goes it's so good you can get you can get a whole half chicken like where else on disney property can you do that for the price of like a pizza nowhere i can i can just tell you nowhere um but as far as that goes there still are only two quick service restaurants uh, and I was there from from two to till closing, essentially. And it was, and the food situation was kind kind of difficult. I'm a picky eater. I'm I'm not ashamed of that. I w I wish I was ashamed of that. I w I do I have expanded my palate a lot more in the past year than I have in a long time. But normally when I would go to Disney, I would just get chicken, or pizza, <laughs> um, which is what I did the rest of the week, to be safe. You know, I but. I but I like Regal Eagle a lot, and I, I got I got chicken there too. Of course, it's different because it's not Disney chicken. But there are only two restaurants there, and you know, and for a lot of people, there aren't options of those restaurants that they would like. Like my little sister uh, went to, we went to Regal Eagle, and it was good. But as far as dinner went, there was nothing at Sunrise uh, that it, or whatever the name of the other place is. There was nothing at the other restaurant that appealed to her. There was there was no other food options for her, so we tried to go around the world showcase and find some stuff. We ended up in the convention center, which was phenomenal. I loved that the the being able to go in there and experience and get essentially like a taste of like food and wine and everything without having to go all the way around the world showcase. Big fan. Uh, well, socially distanced, everything like that. It, it checked off a lot of boxes for me. But dinner, there was no dinner options. There was only snacks. There were there were a couple of like desserts and like adult drinks epcot's a very adult park right now that's and they're really trying to get people to go to epcot because you can tell because they open food and wine way way earlier than they normally do like as soon as the park opened food and wine was already there and that makes sense like as a business perspective you want to draw people to that park but at the same time for your younger audience which I guess Epcot doesn't speak to your younger audience right now, but for your younger audience, there's not a lot to do there. Even sit-down restaurants, I, I, I would have probably been happy going to like Via Napoli, which is a phenomenal restaurant. I highly recommend if it's opened anytime soon. Uh, it's a phenomenal restaurant, but that, that, that wasn't an option. We just had to, you know, stick it out until the park closed, and then we went to Boardwalk and got a pizza. <laughs> 
boohoo. I know, right? But the food options, as far as I could go, I think they could use some improvement. The rides socially distanced well, a phenomenal. If you're a single rider uh, and you ride test track, you get the entire car to yourself. That's that's incredible to me. Uh, but is the park worth it? Whenever it comes down to it, in my 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 opinion, not my professional. In my opinion, um, no. I would not. I would not choose Epcot over Animal Kingdom right now, or Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. I would choose one of the other parks if you had the option. If you were limited to like a three day vacation or going for a weekend, uh, I would. I wouldn't choose Epcot. But if you have the option to go for longer and you're there for four days, why not go to Epcot? Just know it's going to be a light day. You don't need to get there early. You can do everything within a matter of, you know, like three hours, four hours. Because even Frozen, which is normally like an hour wait, I was in line for maybe like 20 minutes. Phenomenal. (laughs) Um, But next up on the ride list, we have Hollywood Studios. And Hollywood Studios is one of my favorite parks to go to as of right now because... One, it's got uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is my favorite ride. Then they also have Rise of the Resistance, which is my second favorite ride. And they have Tower of Terror, which is my fourth favorite ride. Uh, with, you know, like relative, if you if you really want to know my real list, it's, it's in the card somewhere. It's in one of these cards. But Rise of the Resistance, they did change some things up. So I want to talk about the Kylo Ren animatronic has been broken for a while now, and I think it has something to do with a Rise of the Resistance being struck by lightning, which is just super sick, by the way. Like Palpatine, obviously through. I saw a com- I saw a comment on a on a TikTok about it. Uh, like Palpatine, obviously through was not happy with how that ride was going, so he just struck it with lightning. I think that's cool. Uh, but they, it has changed up a little bit. They did use the screens, but if you've never been on it, you won't even notice. But as far as boarding groups go, which is the important part, which is, I think, what most people need to know. Um, by, like, noonish, they get through about 49 boarding groups. So there's there's two boarding group times. There is one, I think it's at 10 a.m. when the park officially opens. It's when the There's one when the park officially opens, and there's one at, at 2 p.m. And that might change before you go. There might only be one. There might be two. Uh, I don't know yet, but um, if you miss the t- you miss the 10 a.m. boarding group, like I did, I my app crashed and it was just it was just a horrible experience overall. Uh, I I ran into a, like a not very nice cast member, um, but you know it was fine. My day wasn't ruined, and you know it was just a normal thing about my. It's just a normal thing that happens. The the rise of the resistance app constantly crashed on me while I was there, but because the second time slot, I was able to get in one of the first boarding groups of the second set of boarding groups i was in group 53 and they board i think they go through which is technically a backup boarding group because they only guarantee the first 50 boarding group why they do that i have no idea but i think they only give out through they only give out through 50 at the 10 a.m slot so it's like it's like of the amount of people everybody at 2 p.m is on that ride on the app trying to get trying to get on the ride and you're so lucky if you get on it. You are so, so lucky. I was happy that I was able to get on it, um, and it wasn't a problem for me, but for future reference, whenever you're trying to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding group, you do not need to be on... One, do not be on the park's Wi-Fi. Two, at at 9.58 or 1.58. You need to be on the page where you select join boarding groups, just constantly refreshing, constantly, 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 constantly. And then number three, if you don't get on it, don't let it ruin your vacation. 
Uh, there are tons of things at Hollywood Studios that are a blast to do right now, and they're great. <laughs> like every, there is not one ride that you can ride out there that you will be disappointed with uh, as of right now. Like my, well, maybe, maybe, maybe that might be a lie. Uh, Alien Swirling Saucer, you might be a little bit disappointed, uh, but <laughs> you shouldn't be. Um, the Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. Even Muppet Vision 3D. It's phenomenal. It's so good. Uh, way better than I remember it being. There's Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. That's a great ride. And Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That is the best ride on Disney property right now. Come at me, bro. Uh, Rise of the Resistance is 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 a close second for me. Um, only because I love Mickey and Minnie. I love the fact that there's a Mickey ride. I was there opening day. It's just a whole special experience. It's It's, it's a... It's a point of pride for me. Uh, you can also click the card to see one of those cards to see um, if to watch the Mickey and Minnie ride one way railway one way railway runaway railway opening as well as the Rise of the Resistance opening or not opening but Rise of the Resistance first time I ever rode Rise of the Resistance. <clears throat> oh, the food situation at Hollywood Studios. I had no complaints. Uh, mobile order is in full effect there as well as Epcot. I don't know if I mentioned that with Epcot. It was seemed like forever ago that I talked about Epcot. Uh, but there are several there are several restaurants that you can eat at. I'll put them up here. We ended up eating at Sci-Fi Diner. Um, for the as far as Sci-Fi Diner goes, let me just give a quick little review of this. It's 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 okay. Uh, the the atmosphere is a ten out of ten. The food's about a, about a six. I would I'll do I'll probably eat there again. Um, but there are better restaurants to eat at, at Hollywood Studios in particular. Uh, Brown Derby is fantastic if you want quality food. Uh, 50s Primetime Cafe, whenever the park's fully open, is is a great environment. has the great has the food as well as has a, has the environment. So yeah, and then there's a couple other ones well, that I I don't think I've eaten at. So, but is Hollywood Studios worth it right now? Absolutely, everything is walk on. Majority. I the longest I waited, I believe, was for other than Rise of the Resistance, was for Mickey and Minnie. No, 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 no. The second time I rode Mickey and Minnie's, I waited about like 15 minutes. Uh, first time was walk-on because I got there at 10 a.m. Well worth it. There will be a video about that one coming out soon. There won't be a video about Epcot. And now on to the third and final park that I actually went to this trip, Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom is a phenomenal park. Uh, the first thing I want to hit on is crowds. Crowds basically nothing. I was there on a Friday, you know, socially distanced to the max. There wasn't one point where I felt uncomfortable with the amount of people that were around me. Fantasyland, there was probably, you know, I think it was uh, maybe like there was one, one time where somebody might have gotten close to me. But the crowds are so easy. And as, and as far as food goes, there's uh, you shouldn't have any issues there with food. I was a little salty though because at Casey's Corner, Casey's Corner, yeah, Casey's Corner's Corn Dogs or whatever the official name is, Casey's was closed. Uh, that's my favorite restaurant to eat at at Magic Kingdom. It's so good. I understand the limited capacity though. It's not a it's not a like a high serving restaurant. So we ended up eating at Pinocchio's Village House where I got uh, pizza. Uh, as far as the rides go, everything is walk on. There's, I don't think there's anything there that is closed. At Hollywood Studios, all the stage shows are closed, but luckily Disney did come to uh, an agreement with the Actors' Equity Association, like, uh, whatever, blah, 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 article in the description down below. Did come to agreement, so the stage shows, I believe, are coming back. Um, the environment at Magic Kingdom, phenomenal. 
Uh, I do think as far as Disney goes, a little bit of crowd doesn't hurt. Right now, yikes, no crowds. But a little bit of crowds don't hurt on a normal day at Disney, and I think in fact it adds to magic. Like the amount, the, the 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 talking, the at least for me, the avoiding people in a crowd is you know instant. Like I'm getting in Disney mode. Uh, I it's like it's like a workout. I'm gonna I'm, I walk ten miles a day. I I I spend a lot of money on food that I don't need to be eating. The snacks are phenomenal. I I buy clothes that I don't need, and that's that's Disney. Like the crowds are a part of that experience, but no crowds i'm not i can't say i'm not a fan the is splash mountain was great splash mountain is really really cool um i am going to miss it uh hate to see it go but i'm excited to watch it leave and to see what see what they do with princess and the frog i don't think i don't i don't have an issue with any of that um as far as the buying, the people bulk buying Splash Mountain merchandise, I'm a little upset about that, that Disney's allowing them to do that. Only because they're trying to make a profit, and that ride's probably not going away till after the 50th anniversary. So, uh, you got till next October probably to ride it. Uh, at least that's my prediction. That's not anything officially Disney. But... I, I, I rode every ride there. Uh, there is a video coming out about that. I don't know how I'm going to format any of these videos yet because I'm still, I'm editing them right now. Is it is Magic Kingdom worth it right now to go to? Is, is it worth it? Absolutely. If you can, and I'm going to, I'm gonna explain the criteria later, but Magic Kingdom is one of the parks that I would, I would check, like it's a must do for this time period. But the trip as a whole, I have a couple of points that I wanna hit on just to kind of, you know, maybe wrap this up. Cool, so my audio cut out for a second there, so sorry, you're just gonna have to deal with the computer audio uh, or the cam on-camera microphone, whichever one sounds better. But the trip as a whole, uh, is Disney World right now safe? I think as far as other than your house or uh, if you're going to travel anywhere, I think Disney World is one of the safest places in the world to travel right now. Uh, Disney is doing everything in their power to clean. Not a lot of people, everybody that I saw at least, was were following socially distant, social, social distancing guidelines. Uh, there are cast members everywhere to enforce that and just to remind people just to pull it above their nose. The most was like maybe somebody, it fell below their nose because their mask wasn't tight enough. I have a couple of points here as to why you shouldn't go to Disney right now. If you can afford it, like now, absolutely go. There's zero doubt in my mind that, it, that you will never have an opportunity and Disney hopefully will never be like this again. But the parks are at a record low as far as crowds go. And as far as everything, like there, like you'll never get an experience like this again at Disney World. The I it was it was so cool, <laughs> honestly. Um, if you can't, if you can only afford to go once, Disney's Disney's not Disney right now. Uh, the Nighttime Entertainment isn't there. The 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 characters are hopefully you can't meet with characters. Uh, there's no parades. There's the character cavalcades, but those aren't the same. And it's it's not it's not it's not really really fully opened. So I I don't recommend going right now if you've never been to Disney before, or if you know you can only afford to go once. If it's if it's if it's like a once every few years vacation, wait till the fiftieth. The fiftieth is next October, I think. I believe at least it's next October. Yeah. 
Um, that being said, if you do go, here's what you should expect. Record low crowds. You could, you know, film as many TikToks as you want. The park is basically empty. There is uh, no wait times for hardly anything, and the most time you will wait is probably because Disney is cleaning the ride. Tons of hand sanitizer. Your hands will probably get really dry. My hands are still recovering, and it's been two days. And, you know, just just magic. <laughs> uh, it's it's incredible. It's It's phenomenal. It's one of the best experiences I've had in a long time, only because, you know, life without Disney is boring, at least for me. My overall rating for this trip is probably about you know, about a 7 out of 10. I feel like if I went to Animal Kingdom instead of Epcot, it probably could have gone up to about an 8 or a 9. But as far as my experience goes, like it was it was about a 7. The hotel was phenomenal. Food was, you know, Disney food. It was, it was okay. I had some phenomenal meals. Had pin trading. Oh my gosh, pin trading is tragic right now. But I'm going to make a whole separate video about that. Even though, you know, I'm making close up videos about each and every one of these parks. So, you know, but closing time thoughts. Uh, I had a lot more complaints about Disney this time. A lot more than I was expecting to have. I'm healthy. This was a great trip overall, though. I, I have no complaints other than Universal. Yeah, um, I I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. That, that's it. That's a wrap. It's uh, a wrap on this finale. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, you can also find this podcast on Apple Music and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to music. And if you're one of those people listening to on those apps, hello. Thank you guys so much for listening to the first official episode that's out on those apps. But if you're just watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Uh, like, hit subscribe. Uh, turn on those notifications because I have a couple of videos coming out and I don't know when they're coming out. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, my name is Imagineer Glenn. And I will see all of you in the next adventure. Bye.